ladies and gentlemen, I extremely apologize for not being live this week. We had some technical issues, but that doesn't mean we still don't have a show to provide tonight. We're going to be talking about uh, AEW Revolution. We attended the pay-per-view. We have some thoughts. Um, things got a little bit spicy on Twitter. wonder who that's between. And the future of NXT 2.0. Well, we thought we had the answer, but <laughs> somebody may be getting a promotion a lot faster than we thought. All that and more on today's episode of the Big Go Belt Wrestling Podcast. Let's get started, folks. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Big Go Belt Wrestling Podcast. This is season two, episode six. Two man team today. Not myself, Nigeria. Jamal, Jamal, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. My road dog. We've been uh, hit uh, making towns together, and here we are now to talk about uh, our weekend. Um, in uh, Orlando, Florida, as we attended AEW Revolution. As I said, we got some other things to talk about as well. Um, but let's just jump right into it. Now, folks, if you've been a fan of our show, um, I can't promise the entire time, <laughs> but for the, the later part of the years, we you know we don't do review shows of pay-per-views. We don't we do not do that. There's a lot of coverage out today. there. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it, yeah. There's a lot of coverage out there. There's a lot of people doing good work for sure. Um, so you know, even with our reflection of AEW Revolution, don't expect for a card breakdown and 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 score count and star star quality and all that other stuff. No, 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 no. We're gonna we're gonna talk about more or less our experience of the trip. Um, we definitely should talk about the scrum that was afterwards that whole experience with that and whatnot so yeah but i you know i'll start off by saying um it was a good time um first of all the, the entire weekend was just fun um you know we we come from the dmv so you know it was good to first get some good weather um it's obviously always cool to hang uh, hang out with your with your homies so definitely cool to be with jamal um and, and in terms of the wrestling stuff, um, you know, it, it, it was fun. It was, uh, you know, from for Rampage, which was cool. Um, the arena was nice. Um, I got to give shout outs to the staff. Everything in terms of getting into it and whatnot was was fun. Um, and, and, you know, we, we like to definitely not stunt, but in terms of working press um, and because it's a privilege, but yet it's work. Um, all the accommodation and everything was done great nothing to complain about there um and and then you know jumping over to the pay-per-view the pay-per-view was fun it was energetic um a a a bunch of other journalists and 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 content creators was in the building so it was good to uh see some people that you know one you, you we have only ever met over the internet and or it's been a while because of the pandemic so it was definitely cool to see a lot of the other folks within the community um and then when we got to the scrum um good time very good time we appreciate everybody checking out our video um we 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 not only was uh having a good time and man was it late at night i think we didn't get back to the hotel until like three in the morning but uh it, it was cool we we had a job to do we was glad to be able to get that content out for you all but uh, being a part of it was definitely fun getting to talk to uh the talent after their big night in major matches uh tony khan being there uh taking all the questions being there the entire time their staff was very accommodating very friendly um they were very excited as well to be back in that capacity so overall i had a i had a good time and i should also mention um i got to watch ufc saturday night 
and uh, to kind of be in a bar setting with some of the AEW talent was also very interesting. <laughs> some of these stories uh, will not reach the internet, but there there was some funny things that happened. You had to be there to know. Um, but I can't complain. It was a good time um, in Orlando this weekend for me. Uh, Jamal, I tell you, I hand it off to you. What was kind of your take? Yeah, we we had a, a slightly different experience. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, you know, I flew down on uh, Friday morning, and you know, Rampage was for a live Friday evening. Um, the arena at uh, the University of Central Florida, it's it, it was it was it's annoying where it is in relationship to the campus because mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty hard to drive there because it's really only one small road that goes to the arena through the campus. And mm-hmm. in relationship to, on the campus itself to the rest of the world, it's on the ass end of the campus. <laughs> you kind of got to go through all of it to get to the arena, um, which, you know, is is just annoying. Um, the University of Central Florida isn't like the biggest camp, college campus in the world. But if there were an end of the earth, uh, that's where just before that is where <laughs> the arena was. Uh, small arena, ten thousand ish. If it's uh, sold out for basketball, I think um, I couldn't imagine they had more than seventy five hundred for the pay per view. But mm-hmm. it was damn near sold out. If it wasn't, you know, one hundred percent sold out for the pay per view, and that was that was good to see. Yeah. Um, I do think that getting out of there, like the arena itself, was fine in the sense that the seats were eh, small but comfortable. Um, the concessions were. Uh, plentiful but lacking um, there were a number of stands that you can go to but they didn't really have much um, yeah. they, I of, did course get I, some... of course I've had worse so like I'm not going to complain there because to, 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 to only be fed peanuts and beer is definitely uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not I mean, that, recommended that's bad, but that wasn't what happened in Orlando so I mean yeah, right. I, know, I know where they do that but I, was, <laughs> I wasn't at that show um, and then you know the show itself Rev- Revolution uh, I wasn't as high on it as you are, and I, we've definitely talked about that, uh, you know, between us and as nauseum. But um, it, it, it was a show. There were some highlights. There were some lowlights. There was just some bunk. Uh, what I will say though is that I'm glad that I got my, uh, uh, you know, AEW merch. Um, a a tr- nice strategic bathroom break. Um, picked up some good merch, and the media scrum was definitely interesting. Uh, but that room that it was in was small and hot as all hell uh, to sit in there for two hours, um, you know, an hour with talent and an hour with Tony Khan. If you didn't listen to the media scrum, I encourage you to do so, not just because we asked some, some damn good questions, but largely because, um, you know, some things, chips, tears at the curtain uh, were being tugged on. It was nothing like major, you know, got it revealed because obviously you would have heard about it this week. But it's definitely worth a watch. Um, definitely interesting. Um, and it's kind of weird because, like, I'm not a fan of CM Punk the wrestler, but Phil Brooks the guy, stand up guy, you know, like that's the guy I want to hang out with. But the wrestler, eh, you know, I didn't eat that match. But it you're was right. you're right oh, about that. I I I'd never really thought about him in that capacity, but like hanging with him, like I could see that. Like Phil Brooks, the guy, like yeah. for sure. I he definitely seems like my my cup of tea. Yeah. So um it was it was fine. It was it was a good time overall. Um Orlando is still Florida, so take that for what it's worth. Um definitely saw like a wild possum out there. Um just chilling <laughs> right? on the quad, that. yeah, one forty five in the morning. Um <laughs> but um it was it was okay um to to, to, to be to be clear i i I share the same sentiments about the pay-per-view there was we 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 shared differences in terms of what we like but yeah there was definitely some highs there was definitely some mass there was definitely some um let me check my watch and let me talk to some people next to me type of moments you know but um overall i i think my reflection is more or less like I'm not mad I made the trip for this. Like that that's where I kind of gauge in terms of what was my overall enjoyment of it. Like I definitely travel places and I was just like definitely should have stayed on my couch, you know, but as an overall package, I, I I'm 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 cool with it. In Orlando to me, you know, once you do it once, you kind of like, "All right, cool, done it." That's it. So which is to one kind of leads me to like my my big point is that like 
if for example uh full gear is in orlando i don't know if i make that trip yeah because i mean and also you know and i think i can speak for the both of us but in terms of attending live shows there is the show but the biggest factor is the city and 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 beyond that also becomes the venue um and that's what makes all of the coins spent worth it for me so like orlando is a cheap flight for us we get we get that factor but beyond the wrestling what is there to do not much and you know that's you know definitely a big uh factor in ter- in terms of do i go back down there for a pay-per-view um right. so it, it's not a knock towards that de- this is definitely not a knock towards aw because i mean you you convinced me in the fact of like their logistical planning and, and i wish i could think of his name but he definitely got shouted out a bunch of times on the scrum um they do a, they do a good job they 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 definitely make sure that they pick venues and they I, i'm pretty sure they're staying cost effective effect efficient excuse me and and whatnot uh but yeah, in terms of the cities, I mean, you you, you only can help but to try to please everybody. There's a big wrestling community down in wrestling, so it seems like a no-brainer. But, like, yeah, for the folks who travel like us, like, ah, uh, do I actually want to go back to Orlando? Not really. Not really. Do I want to go to St. Louis, Missouri? Not really. Sorry to, uh, the, uh, what's his name? The Something is Awesome show? Uh, who was putting on for oh, St. Louis? Uh, hey, AJ, good kid. AJ, yeah, a, a fantastic young 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 guy. Um, in in the scrum, got to give him his props. But yeah, St. Louis, yeah, probably not unless it's baseball season or something. So, um, but yeah, folks, I I mean, you know, you definitely could chime in, and let us know your thoughts about the pay per view and this. Uh, and this. Oh, uh, I know a lot of people were high on it. We saw the comments coming in from the scrum. Um, seemed like y'all was really enjoying the behind the, the curtain scene of the business because uh, like you said Tony Khan was pretty um, pretty almost unfiltered and kind of candid in a lot of the things he was saying <laughs> but you know it is what it is um, but it, anything else we're kind of not touching on in terms of the whole thing well I mean I think overall it was like it was a good time in the sense that like the pay-per-view uh, was the pay-per-view and you know be, especially in the time that we live in now uh getting to a sold out venue uh you know hearing the crowd and the things that you know set off the crowd you know that's part of why you go to a live show um mm-hmm. as far as personally would i go back to that building in that city i don't know but um, as far as, and that's the difference of sweats that sets you back between watching the thing on TV and being there in person. Mm-hmm. So that's not, nothing to do with the pay per view or the or, or the um, or the promotion. It, it really is just like uh, I really wish they would have run, you know, the the big NBA arena downtown, the Amway mm-hmm. Center, but they didn't. And it is what it is. Um, with that said, though, I I, I think in general. Uh, whether you watch it at home or 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 live, ending a pay per view at midnight is dumb. I, I really don't know why eight to midnight is a good idea. Um, there, it, it just it 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 just drags on too long, and even and if, and it's unfortunate because at the end of the night, I don't know about anybody else, but for for me, at the end of the night, even if the match. A three-star match at the beginning of the show would need to be a six-star match at the end of the show to keep me interested because it's quarter to midnight. Yeah. You know, that that's unfortunate for the participants because they're not judged the same. But if I don't have the energy to keep, you know, pace with the proceedings, then I'm, I'm just not going to be as invested because it's I'm just physically tired. And... It- you can you got hold on one second, but you can easily go like, "Well, Jesus, Grandpa, it's only midnight." Yeah, but we've been up since uh, you know nine a.m. Door. or whatever. Doors, you know the doors. Hell, even that the doors opened at seven. Mm-hmm. Um, or no, the doors open at six. Actually, six. yeah. Um, so you're in the building for six hours yeah. before the pay per view ends. So that's. I mean. These things are these things are just becoming a norm nowadays. You know, it's I get it as the booker. You want to try to get as much as you can in. You want to make sure you can get all your talent spotlight. You know, you you're trying to play fan service and whatnot. But yeah, at the end of the day, things do run long, and I 
it's one of those type of things that it's it's just it is what it is at this point. I I me personally, yes, I definitely have no desire in wanting to be in the place that long, and I have no desire to say I, I want it to go that long. But now it's just it it's just really it is what it is. It's it's almost a very much of a norm now. Like where it's like, oh well, we'll know we'll be here till twelve. I mean, we even said it ourselves. We said oh, yeah. we we probably wouldn't get back to the hotel to two, which is a lie because the scrum went longer than we thought. But it was still a good time on that note too. So it's kind of just one of those like, I mean, eventually, what can we do? It's the cost of doing business. You know, you just gotta like you just gotta expect, you know, certain things. Yeah. Um, but I, I, but honest to God, I, I, I do think that, you know, having a show, and granted, not everybody lives in the same time zone. I'm sure people in, out there in the Midwest and on the West Coast are going, you know, suckers. Um, you know, the show is over at 9 p.m. for us. But yeah, it. But I don't care. I was in Florida. It was midnight. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. done. And then the scrum went, you know, two hours and change after that. So it's kind of like this. Just. At first, it went from "Yeah, this night can't end" to "Jesus, this night can't end," um, and that's you know just just is what it is. Just personally, from going to these things, um, and with that said, I'll be at the next one. So you know, as much <laughs> as, you know, I'm complaining about it. It's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it, I'll, I'll still be at the next one because uh, it's an, it really is an experience that everyone should at least try yeah. to go experience. Yeah, sometimes at some point you kind of look at yourself in the mirror. It's like this is kind of an addiction. It's like we know there's a lot of like things. This is this is this puts us out of our comfort zone. But yeah, I'll be at the next one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, nah, seriously, uh, major shout outs to um, all involved in making a very spectacular weekend, uh, one way, shape, or form. Obviously, to you, Jamal, uh, being down there. Um, to, uh, to I even thought I even shout out the folks at the hotel did a very good job in accommodating um and then you know shifting all the way over to the AEW folks uh leva bates needs to get a lot of love because a lot of people are like where is she at she's doing all the pr work behind stage she's definitely um a very very uh, adequate part of that staff that many may not have known but hopefully you got a glimpse of it due to the scrum and then all the talent that was able to come after their match. Uh, even Hangman, who had to immediately get on the plane. <laughs> I was right <laughs> but, behind him. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's that. Um, and like I said, all the journalists, other outlets and so on that was there. Uh, everybody was really cool and everybody was just having a good time. And um, I think everybody was just kind of happy to be back in that space after a while. You know, yes, we, there's been other things we've covered, but this has been like the 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 first pay-per-view that was kind of ran as normal as possible in terms of pay-per-view, well, media seating, and scrum. Well, gear was a whole... normal pay-per-view. Right, but I'm um, saying in, th- terms, in, in terms of it being as normal as possible as they ran before the pandemic, um, and not to name drop anybody, but a particular person said, like, we're happy to be back, you know, because we haven't been able to do it like this before. And that's, as I said, is, you know, accommodating press, uh, uh, press seating, and then, you know, proceeding to in-person scrum uh, with talent being there and being able to hold it in that capacity. And also some of the tweaks that they made to make this run a function a lot better. You know, all of these things are improvement, but yet creating the the normalcy that we've had um, in, in, in previous of the pandemic, which, yes, we're still in the pandemic, but as the world starts to open up even more, it's good to be back in that capacity. Because if y'all been, you know, keeping up with AEW scrums, you know, there was the one that was digital, and it was kind of like a whoa, how, how, how do you handle that? You know what I mean? What do you do there? And then there's been ones where there's like, hey, no scrum, because pandemic, you know? So that's where I, I kind of go at in terms of, like, it felt good to be back to what we expect things to be, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, but but as coming from Minneapolis um, and for gear, I, I can definitely say that this was uh, largely on the same page as that experience, um, mm-hmm. which was great, um, except for the one hour time difference, which made it so much easier to deal with. You know, leaving the arena at 1 a.m. instead of 2 a.m. is a big difference, yeah. um, which will be even sweeter when I go out west. Uh, you know, hopefully I can get out of the arena before midnight. I mean, hot damn. But um, mm. but overall, I mean, it, it was definitely a good time. And, and obviously we can sit here and nitpick. But the, but realistically, um, the press stuff aside, I know a lot of people haven't been to AEW shows for a number of different reasons. Uh, they're not even in the country. They they 
don't have the means to travel several hundred miles to go to dark. And I wouldn't want you to do that either. But if you can go, it should be like Mardi Gras or the Super Bowl or um, the World Series or the Oscars or some other big ass event that you just got to do once. Yeah. I'll close on this one and say that I understand there's perceptions online, the IWC and the wrestling community that makes you want to pick sides. Forget all that. Attend the show. Make up your mind yourself. There are fun experiences, whether you like the product or not. Everything changes is when you're in person. For folks who says baseball is boring, attend a real game. Absolutely would change your mind about it. And I think for this whatever made up war that's going on online in terms of who, who you're being a loyalist to... Go see AEW in person. Go to a WWE show. Like what you like, but don't let the internet make the decisions for you. And, I, and, and Jamal, to your point, yes, in person AEW shows is 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 really a spectacle in its own. So yep. So let's talk about the internet. <laughs> As we just talk shit internet. about it. <laughs> As we just talk shit about it. So the, the moment I realized our, what our next topic is going to be, I saw something else hit the internet really quickly that I got to say is absolutely hilarious, folks. Now, this is your opportunity to be a creep in a very uncreepy way. If you want to text Sammy, Je- Sammy Zane, Johnny Knoxville decided to uh, rent a plane to fly it over a beach with, with Sammy Zane's number on the back of it saying, please text him. And it has pick, been picked up by outlets, major outlets. Court, uh, of course, TMZ is all over it. And these numbers are definitely coming. And these texts are definitely coming to Sami Zayn's phone as he is constantly tweeting WTF. <laughs> as folks are in his messages all while uh, with their support <laughs> for his conspiracies and all sorts of other things. And man, this one text says, is it better? This is a better build than Austin and Rock. Uh, at WrestleMania 17, people were asking, is it really him and whatnot? So the feud continues with Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. Um, <laughs> and you have a chance to be a part of it by texting his number because it happens to truly be his. Uh, but that's not what we're going to talk about. I heard something else from you that I didn't see. So what in the world did I miss on the, on the internet? <laughs> okay. It, so it sounds interesting. Uh, so Jay Cargill is your TBS uh, champion, mm-hmm. and giving she, a kiss of death. Yeah, uh, she tweets out, "Open challenge, step up." Love okay. it. Cool, cool. Love I mean, it. simple, simple storyline of the business. Yeah. Yeah. Athena tweets, "Hmm." Athena, formerly known as Ember Moon, never heard of her, but um, but she tweets out, you know, "Hmm," with three thinking emojis, emojis. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Noted. And then, of course, that obviously suggests that, like, well, well, goddamn, that's an interesting concept. So Jade fires back with, hmm, what? Say <laughs> how you feel. If you feel it, I don't play games. Open hey, up. Hey. Athena replies, sure. I give in to your request, and I'll say it loud enough for the people in the back, even though I'm pretty sure that I know the answer. Give me a match so I can take your title. Talk to your boy and make it happen. I'll be waiting. Uh-huh. Jay responds, let me help you, kid. Hey, Sean Dean, another reject is coming looking for a job. Help the needy <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, huh? Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Athena responds, kid. Reject. Okay. Told you saw this coming. First, you're going to talk shit. Tag me. I'm grown. Only reason you're doing this challenge mess online is to make yourself look good, but girl, book the match. And I can't wait to do it for you when I win the old face. Don't back out now. So she says, Athena, I'm the one on primetime TV. I'll be helping you out, seeing that you need it. Athena responds, I work for myself and I love it. I've never been ashamed of the grind and I thrive over it. But what you think, what I think you're missing is that I don't need this. I want this match, but that's cool. Keep doing you, kid. I'll get you eventually. Sure, sure. That's what they all say. Nobody wants to be stripped and naked in the cold. Let me give you some fire, honey. You need it. You're welcome. Mm. And she okay. responds with the Jimmy Butler. Uh, 
<laughs> Jimmy Butler like stuck, just stuck face like, huh? <laughs> Wait, Jimmy Butler or Nick Young? Uh, oh, they Butler. both got one. They both got yeah. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, so it, oh, it, it, it continues. Oh, so you uh, can't say nothing, huh? Don't ever <laughs> come from me on Twitter again. I'm messy, baby. Now you have a great day. If I got a lot of comments. Hold on. If any response, <laughs> and this and this closes it. One thing I agree with you on after all this, you have no clue who I am. I thought that expression said enough, but I guess not. You may be messy, but I'm petty. <laughs> have a blessed day. And that's where it ends. All right. So first of all, um, TNT, make that call. This is your next reality show star right here. Uh, period. Swole already told you why that's not going to happen. Yeah, well, you know. And also, while we're at it, Warner, Warner Media, make that call. Her new Mortal Kombat movie's coming out. There's your star. And obviously, it's, it's only one casting that I could be talking about here in that movie. Look, I love this. You know what? Because we see the internet work. We have seen the internet work to uh, one's advantage of getting himself over and um, getting themselves booked and also getting people... Uh, uh, you know, momentum and putting that rocket pack on them and, and up top. They both can use it. Um, Athena has adamantly expressed that she's back happy. She's back healthy. She's ready to go. This is the person that I was super excited to see get signed to NXT back in the day. And we we saw we saw greatness at NXT, but then that really fizzled with injury and all sorts of different things. But hey, to see her back in this capacity, I'm all for it. And if they're going to use the internet to 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 really bring back attention, to really bring back uh um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh b- buzz attention, momentum, all sorts of different things. I'm for it. I'm for it in every capacity. And to be honest, Jay could benefit from working somebody like like Athena because she is very, very, very much experienced, well-rounded. Um, an amazing pedigree and Jade obviously still has um, work to do. And I'm not going to be one of the ones saying she's not good and all the sorts of dis- dis- disrespectful stuff people say, but she's her experience is her experience. And I think she's on it up and up. And I think by working better people, this makes her just more and more uh, a, a star. She absolutely looks like a star. She conducts herself like a star. Um, and she talks She talks like a star. She gets it all packed. And everything that she says on the net here that you said, I can see her saying on mic with no problem. Um, so the only thing that comes next is just approving on the wrestling. I think working somebody like Athena makes sense. But hey, Athena, again, wasn't was a name released that, w- that had buzz behind it, but obviously has not signed anywhere. So that says that it wasn't enough buzz. But I also think it had a lot with her getting back into pure wrestling form. I mean, she had injury all sorts of setbacks and and, and 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 to now be to this point where she's happy doing it again. If this is what's going to spark interest, then I think this is a good method. And I think it's nothing but love between the two of them. Love and respect. And I think if you got to play the internet the way you are to get eyes on it, then so be it. And to be honest, this, this is probably, <laughs> you could call it what you want, but this is easily her biggest competition as champion thus far. Bar none. So, so here's the deal. And, you know, depending on what I say next, Will comes from two schools of thought on the issue. As a fan that's only a fan that just want to see the match happen. Yeah, this is what I'm here for. This this is the storyline. This is how you book it. This is this is what needs to happen. Uh, Remember, it was Jade that put out the Oprah challenge and it was Athena that responded to that. It and then the story uh, and then the they went down the rabbit hole with it. Now, on the other hand, the same thing happened with a go-go and Jonathan and Jordan Grace. Mm-hmm. And then it came out eventually that he was just going into business for himself. And this wasn't, a, uh, you know, any type of a, a program that they were trying to get into. It was just some dude talking crazy on Twitter on Twitter. Now, the good thing about this is I don't know which one is which. I don't know if this is like some do they actually run in the same circles and, you know, are in, involved in some kind of program to get something started because, you know, Swole already told you that a sink or swim in AEW, especially with women. Mm-hmm. Now, if this is if this is what you need to do to, to get it done, then sure. We're, we're talking yeah. about it. Book it. Book it right now. Mm-hmm. We got weeks. When's the next pay-per-view? Memorial Day? 
we, we got we got eight weeks. Book it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Battle of the Belts is April 15th. That is in one month. Book it then. Mm-hmm. Hell, it's in Dallas, Garland, which is Athena's hometown. Book it. But on the other hand, that Agogo thing really sticks out at me. And I really hope that this is an actual, you know, work as it should be. I shouldn't have to think about the fact that, like, people are really talking restless and this is a real problem, you know, outside of what should be the scope of the business. So I'm going to take the position that as it's it's all in, you know, good nature working. You know, Jay put mm-hmm. out the challenge and somebody stepped up and it is what it is. And it, it didn't have to be Athena. It really could have been anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so would it have, if it were Max D Impaler, if it were Lufisto, if it were Solo Darling, if it were Ali Catch, would be would I be reacting the same way? Absolutely. Because I want to see yeah. them wrestle too. But if it's Willow Nightingale, yes, book it. Book it right yeah. now. Book it twice on Sundays because Willow's awesome. Yeah. But I also just have that nagging feeling in the back of my head that it's like, I really hope this is a work and not like doesn't devolve into some bullshit because it's happened before. Right. right so I'm right. just going to take the position that I, this is a match that I want to see. I don't care how we get there. I'm interested. You have my interest. And then there's a third thing. We've seen this play out before where people on the Internet started calling out somebody and trying to get a deal done. It didn't happen. And that was the Briscoes and FTR. Not particularly a match that I need to see. Not a dream match in any stretch of the imagination for me personally. But, yeah. That got people talking about things. People were interested. And it didn't happen yet for reasons, and we'll talk about that in the news. But the bottom line is, this is what needs to happen in 2022. The kids are living online. Uh, You know, whether it's uh, Tout or Club Penguin or Twitter, uh, you got to go to where the people are. And there's, you know, a week, uh, five more days between the next AEW show. Rampage is the night. I forgot about that. But Rampage is already taped. So that before the next live show, there's five days. Anything can happen in the next five days. Uh, I think it's really interesting that, that this is a thing. Um, and I definitely want to see this match happen. The curious thing is that we haven't really heard from Tony Kwan. So from Tony Khan, who's not afraid to jump online and hop into a conversation. So I also don't think he should. I'm not saying that he should or he shouldn't, but he definitely has done it before where it's just like, why are you here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I also mean, like, let's, 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 they're women. Just stay out of that. And so, I mean, just that's what I told you about that. So just, just, yeah, just stay out of that. Hey, let's, let's, let's get to the other side of the show. Um, we do, like you said, we're going to cover some new stuff and um, we're going to talk about uh, the future of NXT 2.0. Um, so, yeah, stick, stay tuned. We'll be back, folks. Big Gold Belt Media is your golden standard for all of your media needs. Visit BigGoldBelt.com for pro wrestling info, movies, comics, and even more digital content. On all of your social medias, follow us at Big Gold Belt all across the board. Listen to this show and more on your SoundCloud or wherever you get your podcasts. Right, folks, here back for the second half of the Big O Belt Wrestling Podcast. Um, reach out to us, DM, email, whatever it may be, uh, for all advertisement possibilities and opportunities that so we can discuss rates and all sorts of all that logistical business stuff. Yeah, give us a shout on any social media at Big O Belt or find us at our website at bigobelt.com. Big O Belt everywhere. That's where you can get it. That's where you can find us at. Um, but before we get into the second half, um, Jamal. Yep. Where should folks be attending some independent wrestling this week in this week's edition of the Indie Spotlight? Uh, if you're not in Somerville, Massachusetts, which is the summer of Boston this weekend, well, 
sucks for you because uh, Beyond Wrestling Monkey Business is happening Sunday, the 13th of March. Uh, Biff Busick versus Wheeler Yuta. Uh, that's the big match. Uh, that's awesome. I, I, you know, that's definitely a match that I want to see. Um, Mark yeah. Sterling, speaking of Jade, Mark Sterling versus Ricky Shane Page is going to be an absolute mess. Jeez, um, I hope he can get back. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Kimberly versus Layla Hirsch is an, is an awesome match that I'm really looking forward to. And Jordan Grace, uh, versus Willow Nightingale is another one that I'm looking forward to. So if you are, out there uh, in the Boston area and you're, you're heading to the Beyond Show, uh, good on you because it looks like a really, really, really good one. Um, it is at Arts at the Armory in Somerville, Massachusetts. Um, you can head to independentwrestling.tv uh, if you are not going to be able to make it out there. You can get the stream there and Independent Wrestling TV. You know, it's kind of like Fight, but an alternative to Fight, but they have the uh the show the big show this weekend beyond wrestling so at beyond wrestling on the twitter if you have more questions about the show but it looks like an absolutely fantastic show and if you've never been to a beyond show it's another one of those experiences that you really got to try to make your way to them i mean there's only a few indie companies in the uh in the in the country that should be on your bucket list and beyond is definitely one of them so another looks like another solid show out there in massachusetts hmm all right, all right. So um we have a new NXT champion in Dolph Ziggler. And as much as I want to do a whole round about that, I'm gonna say that I'm happy about it. I'm gonna say that finally WWE has this uh this connecting tunnel between NXT and WWE figured out and Man, I hope we start to see more of this where folks who may not be having anything going on on the main roster come to NST to shake things up, help some of these people get uh, acclimated to what it means to be on the main roster by working with main roster talent. Dolph Ziggler is literally should be part of the recruitment team <laughs> or should I say the the last edition of tr- of tryouts where you know if you could put on a good match with him then you de- you, you deserve to be promoted and whatnot um so this all, all of that works for me but as I said this segment is going to discuss the future of NXT 2.0 because I would have said about a couple of weeks ago we had an answer to that and that's Braun Breaker who is the embodiment of what NXT 2.0 is. And whether you like NXT 2.0, whether you like the black and gold brand, finally, they figured it out in the connecting factor, the bridging factor of taking a wrestling entertainer through their developmental system and preparing them for the main roster. And that's what NXT 2.0 is. It, it literally makes the transition easier. And I think we're going to see it be tested because as I said, Braun Breaker was the future of NXT 2.0. But there may be indication that he may not be here for much longer. Uh, as we start to see him, along with uh, Tomasa Ciampa, having some matches on Raw a lot sooner than we can expect. Of course, Tomasa Ciampa has been near because, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, the, the whole uh, Saudi situation. Yeah. Um, and also with the best Survivor Series of all time. Where NXT, where NXT was actually considered the third brand, so like he has some exposure to it, and also he has years of experience over Braun Breaker. But Braun Breaker's now appears to be getting some main roster prep. So the question here, Jamal, and and and, and there's more of a question, but more of a reaction is, what is your overall thought about the state of NXT 2.0, considering what they're doing right now? Well, I mean, I think the reason why we're seeing this whole thing happen so fast is because NXT, as we said it before, is finally in line in position with the WWE main roster. They're able to streamline these guys a little bit more effectively and bring them up as needed. Now, will this happen for everybody so quickly? Probably not. But people um, down in, in, in Florida seem to really have taken to Braun Breaker. He's seemed to be one of the only ga- names that I hear coming out of NXT on a consistent basis about a person to, to watch. Um, other, and, and this is a person. This is coming from a person that does not watch NXT at all. 
Uh, but the only names I really hear are Braun Breaker and Nikki Lyons. One for obvious Nikita. reasons and one for Nikita Lyons. Um, mm-hmm. One for reasons and one for other obvious reasons. And that's really about it. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that the show is is you know good or bad or anything. It's just that these two are the ones that are really standing out. And for for Braun, he definitely has a WWE look. When as soon as he came in, and we that's the first thing we said is like, yep, he looks like a WWE guy. And it's not surprising that if he's able to tap into that, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. bring him up. Um, you know, how long will they be able to? Will he be able to sustain that? And and what happens when he gets there? And uh, yeah, well, that's a different thing. I'm not sure, but well, well I mean, wait, let's 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 clear some some gray area out here. When you say WWE look, I mean like one, there's the you know the whole perception of this looks like a Vince guy. Yeah, yeah, John yeah, Cena. Check the box. Check the box there. Yeah. He has the pedigree, the 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 the, uh, the lineage in, in his family. Yeah, sure, cool. Makes it easy for it. But I think more or less it's his presentation, which we you can't guarantee that one just gets it just because they have those other things considered. I mean, when you look at um uh oh, can't I can't think of his name right now. Um, but uh with Joe Gacy, uh the, the other guy that's with him, when you when you when you think about somebody like him, you're like, oh he that's literally <laughs> and as they were saying the next Brock Lesnar and all this other stuff that's literally Vince's DNA but he's just not ready yet and I think what we're seeing now is that the, the process works and the process works to a point that they're not going to have any hiccups in it we're like if you're ready then be ready now but like we're not going to do this be ready but you need to have an NXT run first uh, you need to have multiple uh, championship rings or, or opportunities and then we'll wait to like WrestleMania season and see who we're going to bring up, you, you know, because that was the thing. The thing before was like, who's going to be brought up around WrestleMania or after WrestleMania or just Russell, the road to WrestleMania period, the rumble and all that other stuff. This to me feels like a, when it's hot, it's hot, make it happen. And I, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yes, we're in the WrestleMania season. I get it, but this doesn't feel like it's WrestleMania related, which it could have WrestleMania uh, uh, implications, but sure. this just feels like one of the ones where it's just like, dude, it's hot. Get him ready now. Let's not let's not dwell on this. Get him ready right now. And I think with Champa being next to him, that 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 helps with working people like Dolph and, and, and Robert Rude. These things help. These are this is literally the care package to make sure this dude succeeds in all accounts. And I'm not mad at it at all. I am curious to come back to this conversation when we see who the next person is. And I and I wouldn't be surprised if it's Nikita Lyons because folks think she's new. She's worthwhile, so she understands entertainment that's the biggest thing for vince and her wrestling can definitely come but she has a platform already she knows how to work the cameras she knows what the entertainment part of wrestling is so can she learn the wrestling uh yeah Yeah. (laughs) of course she can that's not a problem and that's gonna be the next that that will be the next example of does this transition or does this developmental in nxt 2.0 does the transition work and right now I'm willing to bet a pretty penny on it. And I think Braun's going to be the first success. Uh, and I think and I think Nikita may be the second. And the third, it will be interesting to see who steps up next. And I will say this. If you are an NXT, let's talk about the let's talk about the whole um let's just read the room real quick and, and, and shall we say what everybody's sort of vibe is right now. One minute you're on thin ice thinking like, oh my God, I'm gonna get released. I might get released. Like, oh my God, I worked so hard to get here. I may get released. So like you're, you're walking on airships because you're hella scared. And then the other thing is, how do you determine who and when is ready to go to the main roster? Because there seems to be no recipe for it. Because one minute you see Hit Row go and you're like, oh yeah, they're definitely the hottest thing. But then you see them released. So everything that you think you know, you don't. But if you look at Braun, Braun Breaker is the example of doing the work, being hot and being ready for opportunity and then you'll get your chance. And I think if everybody look at that, said so like, if I just go out here and do my thing and work the crowd and, and do what I got to do and work my assignment, I may be the next person because look what's happening with them. There are two folks that clearly has all the momentum on the internet, in the ring, in the arena. They're doing the work and, and, and they're making interesting storylines. And I could be that just period. Nikita Lyons, again, 
isn't from any type of wrestling pedigree. She comes from WoW, but people may not pretend like a lot of people may not know that. And we can pretend like it doesn't exist. So like she's you can almost say she's fresh off the streets. She did her trial at um, at the Vegas show for SummerSlam. And here she is on the roster. And since she's been on the roster, she's been much talked about. Yes, for reasons. But she still has to go out there and do the things. They have the reasons, you know. So I, I, I think now I have to say that we have to assume that the, the the energy within the NST locker room, the morale in the locker room has to be high knowing that folks are getting opportunities way faster than the old vetting process. So that's my take. Yeah. I think it's interesting. And this is a thing that, you know, who knew that we would be talking about WWE being proactive in, you know, getting new talent in there. Good um, and obviously they, they're not going to go from the old way of, well, he's the hot free agent. Let's just bring him in or let's just sign him to spite the competition. No, yep. um, this is for the first time in seemingly ever in NXT. They're able to cultivate talent, coach them up um, in, in the NXT level. And if somebody, you know, breaks ahead and, and, and breaks that barrier or that finish line first, then they get to graduate to the main roster. Um uh, yep. That's what NXT should have been from the beginning. And now that we're here, this is kind of the reward for it. Uh, this is kind of the the new way that it's going to be going. And this is even well before, like, a lot of the college kids from the name, image, and likeness uh, mm-hmm. situation that's going to be going on over the next couple years come through. Because a lot of those mm-hmm. kids haven't even made it to Florida yet because they're still in school. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know they're definitely on a particular path for how they want their talent to be. And Mm -hmm. you can argue personally about, well, we need more wrestlers or whatever. Okay, fine. I I don't particularly care because if you watch WWE, you know that you're going to get a particular style of wrestling and they want more Alexa bliss than Serena Deeb. That doesn't yeah. have to make it good or bad. It's just that that's what they have and that's what they want. So you, so it is what it is, and I'm not mad at it. I mean, good on WWE for actually getting the talent that they want and not necessarily getting the talent that they can have because they have the most money out there. And you so, can't, you, you can't blame yeah. them because, like, when people say Vince was out of touch, old man out of touch, when he was doing the NXT 2.0 thing, I mean, obviously he's the one still cutting the check. But if everybody's like, yo, did you see that new talent in Evolve? Did you hear about that new talent in Evolve? And you keep hearing Evolve, then what do you do? Bring in Evolve. Then Evolve becomes a feeder system. And then they have some type of an agreement. And then uh, the WWE Network and Peacock and all of them get involved. So you say, shit, buy Evolve. Bring in all the talent. I heard this is the way y'all want things to go. So you do that, and then you realize, like, oh, wait, this isn't actually our identity here. This isn't, this, this is not turning revenue the way y'all preached it to be. Clean house. We are entertainment. This is what we do. We don't need to have the best wrestlers. We need the people that may have the best characters, the uh, willingness and and, and, and and ability to form characters and do stuff that puts us in the talks of an entertainment company. Yeah. And thus... You got to get rid of Evolve. You get rid of anything that is a trace of Evolve. And at one point, they wanted to bring in Chikara. And what that would have had possibly worked. But was that uh, was that because they were trying to figure out their identity? Or were they literally just trying to take whatever the hottest commodity was? It's kind of crazy to think if they had got that, how much things would be a lot different right now, to be honest. Because we when we talk about characters, there's no better than that. But hey, right. some of the best wrestlers came from that and now have good characters. So like Evolve was the NST 2.0 before it was the NST 2.0. So, I mean, not Evolve, excuse me, Chikar. Um, but but nonetheless, forget all that. You, 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 as a wrestler, you have an opportunity to decide what you want your career to be. You want to do hardcore wrestling, be the best wrestler. AW seems to be a strong option for you. If you are just like, yeah, you know what? I'm more into characters. Then fine. WWE may be your your answer for that now because that's what this is all about. They're the entertainment. They do wrestling, but their focus is more about the characters, more about the entertainment aspects. You know, where you may have a trajectory into becoming a movie star there or 
you go AEW and your opportunities may may I mean the opportunities are still able to be determined. I mean, Cody's was doing things whatnot, but I mean he's on another level. But yeah, you who knows what your possibilities may be. You may just have a long, really lucrative wrestling career in AEW for years until you're ready to hang it up and you turn into being a coach. More of the traditional identity of what wrestling was. So I, to me, I, I'm just uh, in terms of two, uh, NXT 2.0. It's just good to see that being in sync with what the identity of WWE is. And hopefully everybody involved and everybody that's willing, uh, wanting or, 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 or inquiring to be part of that brand sees now that things are not what they used to be. Things are looking, feeling, and obviously operating differently. And so let that be the reason you make the decision instead of whatever the internet is saying at the current time. So Yeah, I, mean, uh, I think the bottom line, for if you're a fan of NXT and you have been watching since 2015, then obviously that show is not the same show. Now, if you are a fan of NXT and you've been watching since October, then, hey, you know, this is this is going like gangbusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the thing is, is that this has nothing to do with, you know, WWE versus anybody. Um, there is no such thing as the best wrestling. That is 100% subjective. So if you appreciate the style the WWE style, then watch it. If you appreciate the AEW style, then watch it. Yep. If you appreciate, you know, what they do in Senegal, which is absolutely bananas, and I wish it was on TV more, but watch it. So yeah. the bottom line is, is that for the first time in a long time, it does seem like NXT is finally brought into the fold as a developmental uh, promotion that it should have been. It, yep. it, it it was never it never should have been the um, anti-establishment whatever we're not ECW but we're definitely not WWE type of thing that Triple H envisioned. Uh, that was cool. That should have been a separate company. And honestly, if if Hunter's up for it and he has to scratch, would like to see him take a real shot at that. But mm-hmm. now that we know that NXT is actually into the fold, I think that um. Uh, this is actually this is good for them. This is what this is kind of like the trajectory trajectory that they need to be on, and I'm not really mad at it. Now, will I be watching Tuesday? Not if Nikita Lions ain't on it. But in general, um, you know, finally they're getting to do what they find sought out to do in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, just hope. That's, that's all it is. Just hope. There is hope. All right. So since we're um. Uh, trending, treading towards the end of this show. I think it's about time we talk some news. Sure. So I'll hush and let you do your thing. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's do that. So uh, Regal came out while I was getting chicken tenders uh, at the pay-per-view on uh, Sunday. <laughs> um, they were not good chicken tenders. But uh, Regal apparently on Wednesday missed his uh, cue and then reports uh, started coming out about Regal's health in general and why he hasn't been in the ring for one last match and stuff like that. So uh, Regal, in response to what the Wrestling Observer uh, said, that Regal has health issues at this stage are far more serious than have ever come out. Uh, he <laughs> says, God damn it. He says, that's why I stay out of the rumor mill and gossip. I just found out that there's things being printed about my health. I'm healthier than I've been in many years. I talked this week to someone about things that had happened to me in 2018. So, mm. I mean, but what, what said, does Regal know? He's only the guy. Yeah, he said print it, though, and that's also a sign of a... Uh, let's, let's, let's send prayers for Regal. Now, seriously, like, people need to definitely stop reporting on people's health. That, 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 that it needs to come from the source or not. I would never speculate on and, and 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 to the point that I said I need to put this on the internet that he's doing really bad because that works. In. God, God, I guess. Gotta get the clicks in. Um, Mustafa Ali, who's still employed by WWE, Mustafa. still not working on TV for WWE. Um, he's been putting out these you know pretty impactful training videos, just a ton of chain wrestling in thirty seconds on Twitter. I like him. Me too. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but one guy yesterday, and I'm not oh, going to say his name, but it doesn't matter, uh, says, I've always liked Mustafa Ali, but maybe he should work Mustafa. on develop more of a personality and a character instead of Mustafa. Oh, and also, I want you to say this person's name because I want to know if this is a fan or another wrestler. I won't because fuck that guy. Um, well, is it a fan or wrestler? It's a fan. 
Oh, then definitely. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, he doesn't deserve it. <laughs> I was a wrestler, because I was going to say, oh, man, we got another. Uh, somebody tried to work this up in the shoot again? <laughs> right. Like, damn it, go-go, put the Twitter down. But no. Uh, it's, it's just some guy, and it doesn't matter what his name is. Yeah. Um, he says, everyone can, quote, wrestle these days. Show WWE you could be more than another boring guy who does his, quote, talking in the ring, become a superstar. Now, I, I only bring this up. Because it's a very interesting glimpse into, and I'm going to assume this guy's a WWE fan, as to what wrestling means to a WWE fan. For me, this is the polar opposite of what I enjoy about wrestling. The biggest thing I like about wrestling is the wrestling. I don't really (laughs) give a goddamn about your promo. I don't care what your mama said. Ring the bell already. That's it. I don't even need an entrance. Start the start the show with two guys in the ring, ring of the goddamn bell. So it's really interesting to see why that is um, a thing for people. But that's the WWE style. They're built on pageantry, pomp, and circumstance. Uh, Mustafa Ali responds, I appreciate the kind tone in your suggestion. Please allow me to share mine. Before suggesting that a performer should work on something, ask yourself, is your suggestion based on assumption or research? A quick glance on my timeline will show you number of, quote, character promos, which is also true because he put out that really good promo about the, um, you know, becoming like a politician, you know, saving America from itself, being the guy that he that they're afraid um, that's going to take over. But he's born in Chicago, but he doesn't look like the status quo. But that's why he needs to be the guy to change it. That was a hell of a promo. It didn't work out. But you can't say you need to do more promo work when he does and then goes, eh, what are you doing with these goofy wrestling moves? How dare you be a good wrestler in a wrestling show? Um, <laughs> Ali goes on to uh, say, quote, no one yells at Curry when he hits a shot from the bleachers. Same idea. Just my idea of having a good time. Hope that makes sense. Be well, y'all. And that's also valid, too, because when Curry's shooting around before the game and he's hitting a shot from, like, the parking lot, Nobody's like, that's not what the NBA is. The NBA doesn't need that. We don't need to. I mean, come on, dude. You know, he's not working on TV. He's at home. He's training with his boys in his gym. And he posted a thing on Twitter. I think the moral of the story is those that can do. Those that can't tweet about it and wish they could. So just shut the fuck up already. You know, either, yeah. like the, either watch the shit or not. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense to waste so much time. I love that. Um, telling the guy that's in the business how he should do the business better. I love, I love. Do you know what's funny? When I do movie reviews and people tell me about it before it even came out. <laughs> so I'm just confused. Like, how you didn't see it. So how the hell are you going to tell me what I should be saying? Or, well, or you know, I had, had a feeling. Uh, I used to work at a blockbuster, so I know all about movies. <laughs> Jesus. Love like, the internet. It's the healthiest place ever. Uh, it's It certainly is. Uh, yeah. Just, when I die, put me in the metaverse. Oh, well, that's where we're all going anyway. Uh, the Matrix is real, and it's run by Facebook. <laughs> that's, you're not the first person that said that to me the last, like, 24 hours. So, scary. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, the Briscoes. Remember uh, how they kind of called out FTR on Twitter? Kind of started a similar thing that we saw between Jade and Athena on Twitter? Well, apparently the word is that they're not really close to showing up on TV. Um, they're going to be on they haven't made it to AEW yet though they've been trying to call out FTR for the longest time and the reason why seems to be Warner Media. Remember when Jay Briscoe said some things that he really shouldn't have said in public and decided to tweet about it? Well, Warner Media didn't forget. Oh, wh- what was this? I don't remember this. Also, uh, well, so Jay Briscoe definitely tweeted some homophobic things about like uh, I don't remember. I, I don't have the tweets, his original tweets in front of me because they yeah. were from 10 years ago and I, haven't, and I haven't been able to pull them up. But basically, he's said some really hateful things about, you know, about about that group, the LGBT group. Um, and it doesn't matter that it was 10 years ago. He still said them. And okay. one of so, you yeah. didn't forget. Right. So I'm not obviously going to condone any of these things. But um, is, is everybody getting the whole media evaluation package upon Well, here's the interesting thing that TNT champion Scorpio Sky is 
going through his uh, first reign as TNT champion. And I bring him up because in 2011, he said some things. Um, right. and, you know, and, where, and, and I don't want to, have to walk some things back and apologize for some things. Yeah, look, I'm not playing cancel culture here, but like, hey, you keep that same energy with everybody. And I'm not damn, damn sure ain't lobbying for the Briscoe. They made my guys, but like, yeah, th- this to me, who reported this? Do I even want to know? No. Right. You don't. I, I, I just, I, 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 the assumption, the, the assumption game is so strong on this one, trying to buy some logic into it, that we know Warner Media don't have a social media team that's saying, hey, I need you to look at this independent wrestler. Uh, s- s- uh, scrape his account to see if he said anything before TNT a- and AEW brings him in. To me, I just think that Khan and the boys just don't feel like that fits their identity. Don't they want to take a chance? Hey, was Nick was Nick Gage on? Never mind. I'll shut my mouth. You can, I, you can I mean, I mean I'm just saying, but that's actually the point that I was going to make because you bring that up, but realistically. Well, maybe because of the Dick Gage situation in that that did create a bit of a stir. Um, and, and, and I'm going to assume that some suits went. What did he do? Oh, really? Yeah. Sure I, time, you say. I'm sorry. I'll even go because you're being nice. I'll say if that's the case, then they say, oh, that that guy. Who's that guy? And they looked at him and say, that guy reminds me of that guy. I'm not sure about this one. I I seriously for the longest they didn't even have a social media presence and yet alone if they say something messed up again I'm not condoning it but no one was following ROH talent on 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 social media ROH didn't even follow ROH talent because they didn't care about the social media presence that does not again justify or by me or saying that I'm saying that he said it was right at all I'm just saying I can't see somebody like Warner Media saying we I need an intern to check the Briscoe's social media before they're allowed to have them on television, unless it's just completely a stereotypical thing where they say that guy looks like he's trouble. And, and, uh, I, and I can. And I, and I think that when they look, maybe, maybe it's a little bit of both. Maybe they looked at the Briscoe's and went, y'all want them on my TV. Oh, Cause well, that's what, that's the furthest I'm going. I, that's cool. the furthest I'm going. Everything else is, is an excuse or, or, or somebody trying to run a narrative on their, on their blog. I d- seriously doubt Warner media is going to go that deep into, into this. And, and, and I'm willing to, I'm, but actually I'm going to take the opposite and, and say that I'm willing to believe that they will because of the Nick Gage situation. And, and, and again, it wasn't a situation. It was just the fact that he existed on TV and uh, also his criminal history. And also here's the other thing. Do you think their tweets is the worst thing they've done? Did they did they not go back and look at their old matches? <laughs> Do they not look at their whole persona and everything? Like if you really want to say something, then 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 sell me on the fact that there was an old wrestling match or video that they put on the YouTube that they were just like no. But their tweets, nah. Well, again, nah. We, we can only comment on what's being reported, but we don't know if Warner Media didn't go uh, back and did some kind of investigation based on a number of different reasons. Some of it may be superficial. Some of it may may not be superficial. But I definitely think as a as the stock of AEW grows within the ecosystem of Warner Media, you bet your ass they're going to take a look at and a, a look at them a little bit closer, micromanage them a little bit harder, and go, all right. Well, I mean, at first this was a throwaway thing. And, but y'all actually turned out to be something, so we're gonna have to keep a uh, keep an eye on this one. It happens all the time. Yeah, it happens yeah. all the time where like that thing, that band that you like so bad that was playing their music and their original sound, and then they blew up and sounded a, a, a deal. And now it's like, nope, we gotta put you in a box because you represent us now. Come on, I mean that you know. And I think that's the same thing that's happening here. Now you can say that there's a double standard because. The Briscoes look a certain way and Scorpio Sky doesn't. And I only bring up Scorpio Sky because he's literally the champion of TNT right now, um, who's definitely tweeted some things that would get him slapped in the face back in 2011 when he tweeted them. Uh, There are other people on the roster that should be fired immediately after um, their episode of Dark Side of the Ring came out. But they weren't. And here we are. There's a reason why, uh, you know, uh, who did Scorpio Sky win the TNT championship from? It was Sammy Guevara who had to go to, allegedly, go to counseling, um, sensitivity training or whatever the hell it's called, uh, who was mm-hmm. also TNT champion. Um, and But then Jimmy Havoc is driving, like, an Amazon-like delivery uh, service in England. It is what it is. Yeah, but let's not pretend that there's not a double standard, and and yeah. that just also is what it is. 
And now, I, again, I'm not lobbying for the Briscoes, but like I, I just I don't even want TV either. Just, just keep it. Just keep the same energy. I think I, I like them as wrestlers, but as persons, uh, hell no. Nor would I ever be sitting here acting like I can vouch for their personalities. But like, yeah, you look at them, you do get a sense of like, yeah, those are some country boy rednecks. Probably got a history of something that you don't like. It's yeah. stereotypical, and I'm pretty sure that's how that conversation had to go. They looked at Nick Gage, and they said, "Well, we got burnt once." Yep. This kind of uh, looks uh, like I, they were willing to bet money that they went. Yo, he's an actual felon. Get the fuck yeah. out of here with that. All right. Well, background checks on everybody. No yeah. surprises anymore. Fuck that. We're not doing but this. Hey, but hey, other talent are still coming in as well. So like, I, I, just keep the same energy. That's that's the end of my piece on that. Like that's that's all. That's all. Okay. Well, when Schlack gets there, let me know. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Then y'all know it's your favorite wrestler, but damn. <laughs> yeah, that took a turn. That, that took a turn. Um, okay, so last thing before we get the hell out of here. Rampage is tonight. We're doing this on Friday. Um, a couple couple matches. Actually, the, the card looks pretty decent. Mark Quinn versus Darby Allen. Mercedes Martinez versus Jamie Hayter. Shane Strickland versus Tony Nese. Eh. Uh, TNT champion Scorpio Sky is going to deliver a promo. I wonder what he'll say. Um, but Keith Lee versus QT Marshall. QT is my boy. Uh, he's really the reason why I watch AEW now. That's going to be a hell of a three-minute match. QT is going to make Keith Lee look damn good, and I'm proud of him for it. But uh, it's going to be, it's actually looking at to be a really interesting rampage coming off of the week of Revolution. They're obviously building towards Double or Nothing, which is going to be in Vegas. Battle of the Belts is in a month. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens then. So I hope that the build for this starts a little bit earlier than the build for Revolution did. Um, it doesn't have to be if we don't have to get match announcements now, but I want to see some things sprinkled in. And then, of course, Jeff Hardy returns. And now we have the Hardy boys in AEW, uh, which is going to be interesting for the first three weeks. So, um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next. But as far as I go, that's the news for this week. All right, goodbye. We out. That's it. Uh, because if I give you any more time, you're going to have more to say about your favorite wrestler and Jeff Hardy, who I know you're super excited that he's finally here. I was actually going to talk about Schlack. Okay. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> again, as I start off the show, we extremely apologize for technical issues um, and our uh, absence on our usually Thursday, usual Thursday, 8 p.m. Uh, start time live on Twitter. Twitter Live, whatever you want to call it, um, at Big Old Belt. We'll be back next week to our regular schedule program. You can bet that. Um, but as always, thank you for tuning in. Catch us on all podcast platforms, and we'll see you soon. Be safe and have a great weekend. Oh.